0: matthew
1: Tolt dominion hi i'm matthew how are you i'm
0: doing good how
1: are you yeah i'm i'm good myself i really appreciate you giving up your time this well this morning for you to speak to us thank you
0: good
1: thing um it's um it's really great to touch base again i last spoke to you just before the release of happy endings for maverick magazine over here yeah. So it's been great watching you in that last happy ending cycle. Just go from strength to strength. You must have been thrilled with what Happy Endings did for you.
0: Yeah, Happy Endings was great, man. It was that was a fun, that was a fun ride. So um, and got us to where we are now.
1: Yes, and, and topped off with winning the CMA for Group of the Year. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was a big
1: one. What What does that so What do those sort of accolades mean to you and the rest of the guys?
0: You know, it's never been anything that we, um, we ever focused on personally. And, you know, we, our team, you know, we didn't really realize how important it was until the first win that we got and we saw how excited our (laughs) whole team was. And we were like, oh, this is a big deal, huh? But, uh, you know, since, since winning, you know, and, and, you know, just getting the respect of your peers, and.
1: um. It means a lot, you know. It's, it's yes. definitely something that we, that we may have overlooked in the past. <laughs> now Looking back, we're,
0: we're very, very proud of it.
1: Yes. And, and did you ever consider in your... Was it Fried Eagle you were at one point? In your Fried Eagle days that you'd ever go this far?
0: Oh,
1: sorry. Sorry, you broke up. Oh, that. sorry, I was just saying. Did you ever consider in your sort of Fried Eagle days that the band would ever get this big? <laughs> you know, I think... Um, uh, somewhere in the back of our heads we had we had to believe that a little bit, but uh, <laughs> and on the other hand, we still look at the size of our audience now and and are amazed every night, so yes. um, in
0: some ways, yes, and in some
1: ways no <laughs> and at least there's an audience there now as well. Yeah. <laughs> do you um do you guys ever you've had an amazing run of number one singles do you does, does the pressure really increase with every one or is there an acceptance that that just won't last forever Uh
0: there's there is pressure uh as far as picking a single I think um you know not not in the writing aspect of things uh, yes. we we feel you know, that only gives
1: us more confidence in our writing Sure but as far
0: as, as like choosing a single, it may, it, there's a little pressure there because because we do know that it can't last forever. That at some point we'll put one out and it won't work. Yes. Uh, so and uh, but of course we don't ever want that day to come. No. We know it's gonna. We know it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, so it does. Uh, it does add a little pressure too.
1: Yes, because I suppose at some point you won't be the new kids on the block anymore and there'll be kids coming up behind you uh, you know with, with the zeitgeist behind them.
0: Totally and and that's you know we are we're probably there honestly we're Is...
1: probably reaching that point. So, right. Uh, yeah, there's, there's going to be newer more fresh
0: uh artists out there and we've got to fight to hold our position.
1: Yes. But, and, and speaking of picking singles and the pressure, was, was Hotel Key always going to be a single? Because when I spoke to you last and you asked me what my favourite song was and I said Hotel Key on the Happy Endings, you were quite surprised because I think you were expecting me to say Say You Go or uh, a couple of the others. And I just wondered whether the success of Hotel Key took you by surprise.
0: It did, yeah. Uh, we were not planning on making that a single. Um our label convinced us to do it. Uh, you know, they they um, were very excited about that song, and we had a, whenever we pick a single, we we have a big meeting with our whole team, our label team and our management team, and and it, usually we come out of there, you know, unified, and we went in there, and they surprised us with this talk of Hotel Key, and we were like, wow, really? And so we listened to what they had to say, Yeah, and they're always just, they're always very supportive of what we want to do. and But they presented their case and they convinced us that we should give it a shot. So uh, so we did, and we're glad we did. Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, have you ever been in a situation where you've wanted to pitch a particular song and they've not been as keen?
0: Oh, uh, Definitely. Uh, we've definitely uh, been there before. Um, but like I said, they've always been... Very supportive of our vision and and we'll say that every time they'll they'll come in with a song that they want to be the single, and we'll come in with a song that we want to be the single, and we'll both present our case and in the end they go, this is your your band, yep. and your music, and we're here to support you so it's definitely happened before where
1: where we've come in with a different idea and um, you know I think one of those was written in the stands. that was uh, okay, that was yeah. The song. Yes. Um, but again, usually when that happens, they go, there's no wrong choice here. <laughs> yeah. one, you know, <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys, both as, as a band and as individuals, uh, you know, Trevor and Brad and you, are, are prolific writers. What, what does an Old Dominion writing session look like? You know, Who comes with the ideas and who drives the lyrics, who drives the melody, that sort of thing? do a little bit of of
0: everything we all have a a running list of of titles and ideas in our you know heads and in our phones that we that we write down or sing and you know trevor i know that you know within the band you know trevor is typically more of a melodic right uh person but but that's not to say he doesn't throw out some brilliant lines yes as well you know uh so we're all kind of we're all kind of carrying it all
1: (laughs) um when you guys write a song do you always are there always clearly defined boundaries between this is a song for old dominion and this could be a song for a different artist or does it just evolve naturally with each song uh
0: it it usually just reveals itself
1: after the song has been written right um, we we
0: just write we just try to write a great song.
1: Yes.
0: That's all we do. Um, yeah, yeah. We just try really hard to write a great song. The only, I would say, really, the only song that front to back was ever definitely an Old Dominion song was Make It Sweet." Oh, okay. Uh, because,
1: because of the nature of how we wrote it was, you know, we went into the recording studio with no song. Yes,
0: and said, let's see, let's see if we can write a song and record it in the same day. Wow. And that's what we did with, with Make It Sweet. And then there's another song on the new album that we did the next day. Right, so we did yes. We two songs on the new album that way where we just went in, wrote it, recorded it, and that was it.
1: So, I, I absolutely love the acoustic version of Make It Sweet.
0: Oh, yeah, that was fun too, yeah.
1: There's, there's a real... More bluegrass. Even. Yeah, and, and the harmonies. Who is that doing harmonies with you? Uh, it's Brad. Uh, uh, just, it brings, Brad and forever. Yeah, yeah, it brings a, a really lovely feel to the song. I mean, it's a great song, but I think I prefer the acoustic version. Oh, uh, yeah, that's
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> and, and speaking of other great songs, you wrote Some People Do with Thomas Rhett. How did you decide, was that always going to be for you, or did did you was there a push and pull between him and you on that one?
0: We talked back and forth a little bit about that. Um, at one point, he told me he was going to record it, and... <laughs> Uh, you know, when we when we got done with it, you know, we kind of said, "Look, one of us has got to record this." Yes, too good, uh, and and he was like, "Yeah, for sure." And then then I got like a text one day saying, "Hey, I'm going to record some people
1: do," and I was super happy. You know, I was like, "That's amazing." Yeah, yeah. And then and then he didn't.
0: And then I was like, "Oh, suddenly this song is available for us." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there was a little bit of a back and forth. We were never. Fighting over it, but we both were so proud of that one and knew that people needed
1: to hear that song Yes, that one of us
0: had to do it. So I'm glad that it landed on our side.
1: It's quite a different sound for Old Dominion, isn't it? Were you nervous about putting that one out there?
0: Very much nervous about putting that out there. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we still have never played that live. I played it the other night for the first time uh at the Bluebird Cafe here
1: uh, in. Oh, okay. Uh, it was the first
0: time. First time I'd ever performed that song uh, right. for anyone. So.
1: Yeah. Uh, but in one of our in one of our shows, we've never played that one yet. So, because it is such a departure from us, for <laughs> us
0: sonically and, and subject matter wise too. So. Yes. Um. But but uh, it's been uh, received very well. So Good. Uh, I'm We'll pleased. Start adding it in at some
1: point. Yeah you you do, you do something slightly different with the melody of your voice on that track.
0: Yeah, I've never really um, sung in a falsetto. No. That. So uh, it's been it's it's been interesting to hear people's response to anything
1: like that. Yeah, I was I was at the Bluebird Cafe a couple of Sundays ago. I wish I'd have seen you play that. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And never be sorry is another slightly different sounding song.
0: Yeah, that's got that that pop kind of flavor to it.
1: Yeah, is it more more synth driven? what? Sort of more synth-driven, more keyboardy. You know, people say that, but there's a lot of guitar in there. Oh, is there? Yeah, um, and there's there's some synth stuff in there too, but there there is there is quite a bit of guitar in that. And, yes, um, it's just a
0: just a different sound and a different feel, and um, uh, you know, that was one that was a little difficult to to wrangle as far as the recording process goes. That was Probably it was one of the hardest for us to record, and but once we landed on where it is, it uh, really came to life. Yeah. So uh, we've been playing that one. We've been playing that
1: one last. Now. I I think that one grows with every single listen. That one.
0: Yeah, the first listen is like, man, who is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, does, it does take. That's one of those slow burns. I think.
1: Yes, and I, I love the way that the lyrics break the fourth wall in the second verse and apologise for that verse not being as sweet as the first verse.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> uh, that's that, um, again, and, and I also love the reference to shoe shopping as well in there. Yeah, that's
0: funny um, that people are picking up on that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to throw in a little
1: throwback there. I'm, I'm starting to think that the band are obsessed with, with shoes. Which member of the band cares the most about their shoes?
0: I do have a lot
1: of shoes. Oh, do you? Shoes in my,
0: in my closet, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> have you got into the habit of buying Bobby Bone shoes yet?
0: No, not yet, not yet <laughs>
1: Right <laughs> I, li- I listened to the podcast and quite, it amused me when he was, uh, the back and forth you guys have had this summer
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, he's, uh, he's a great guy <laughs> um, So I saw, it, I saw you describe One Man Band as the first true love song you've ever written, why has it taken so long?
0: You know, uh, I don't know why it took so long. <laughs> I guess it just—I always felt like um, I wasn't very good personally at writing. Um, everything I tried to write sounded cheesy to me. Right. And and had been done before, and this felt like a completely new take on on a love song. Yes. And it felt like a completely untapped angle that I was excited about. And uh, so I guess it just took finding the right way to say it uh, for me
1: personally to, to get to that point, the uh, right of to write a love song. It's a beautiful song. Does it go down well live?
0: Uh, yes, It's it's actually... The reason we picked it as a single is because the crowd response when we were started playing that song live before it was on the radio yeah sometimes people were singing that louder than songs that we've had
1: oh okay it's, you know yes
0: so we thought okay there's there's something happening with this song yeah <laughs> this <is simple>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and i was you know thrilled to see that one go to number one uh, as well because again it's a slightly different look for you guys yeah it's a uh, you know it's been really fun to you know push the boundaries of of what old dominion is and, and yes. have it be embraced is is that what you're doing on this third album then
0: absolutely you know we we're definitely going in directions we've never gone before as you mentioned with never be sorry and yep. with, you know some people do and you know there's there's definitely sonically and subject matter wise stuff that we've never touched on um before so we we've definitely expanding what it means to be an old dominion song um and somehow still you know after a while people will go oh yeah that's old dominion
1: yeah 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 <laughs> so so how many would you say how many songs have been in contention for inclusion on album number three then
0: oh gosh um i mean hundreds really of songs uh that considered that we're in the pile for sure. And then, you know, it was an interesting process making this album. We, you know, as we started, like I said, like even though we had hundreds of songs, the first session we took none of them in to right. the studio and we decided to write in the studio. So that's how we started making the album. Yeah. and then And then we probably had four or five songs that we knew we definitely wanted to record. And so we recorded those, and then after that, it was just this open conversation of, of listening to music that we had been writing, and trying things in the studio, and whatever, wherever we landed was where we landed, and, and uh, we just kind of followed it as it revealed itself, and it was a really great experience.
1: And is that process something you can enjoy, or is it really hard work?
0: It's both. Um, <laughs> it's both. <laughs> it's, uh, it, is, it is very hard work um, that is very rewarding Yes. in the end. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it, there's nothing quite like being in a studio like that. So uh, this one, I would say this album, we had
1: more fun making this album than we've ever had. Right, so, yes. Uh, but the other two were more
0: stressful and and you know unsure and a lot more work this one felt more natural um and it was work but it was work that we were really
1: enjoying yeah the of. i like i like that i like that work we were really enjoying that's a great quote <laughs> yeah. and will brad be singing again on any of them or is it on, you on vocals all the time this time
0: it's uh, it's just me on this one
1: right you've, manu- you've uh, sidelined his uh, lead vocalist ambitions <laughs> right, <laughs> and we're gonna uh, we're gonna get to see you play live over here, like the week before the album is released. Can we expect to hear lots of new songs on that tour, or are you going to hold some of them back?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine at that point we'll be playing a good bit uh, of the new stuff, uh,
1: just to, to keep trying it out and you know, keep getting it out there. So, yes, um, great. So
0: I imagine you'll hear a good bit of it,
1: and um, you know. Um, Presumably, you'll be obviously playing the hits as well. But um, you'll be coming back maybe the year after, or, 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 you know, either c C two C or a longer tour, and um, and we'll see you again as well.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I don't think there's any plans to stop
1: coming over there. No, so. you've always supported totally the UK. <laughs> you've you've always supported yeah, the UK weird. really well, and and is that relationship yeah, important to you? It is very
0: important. You know, we found that you know we had an audience over there, and you know we we built our career here in the states very slowly um, by continually going back to the places that responded to us and built a. a a following, and that's what we plan on doing overseas.
1: Yes, and I think I, I spoke to you last, and you said that you were all also willing to run like UK tours at a loss just to be able to you know keep coming back and get to a point where you finally do make some money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, you got to start from the bottom, yeah, to get to the top. So that, that's where we're that's what we did, and and uh, we're finally starting to, to get a good hold on it over there.
1: And you're bringing Jordan Davis over for his first UK shows as well.
0: That's right. Jordan's a great guy, man. So, um, and a good friend of ours and a great and great performer. So, uh, we're excited for, for him
1: to be over there with us. No, look, well, thank you, Matthew, for your time this afternoon. We're excited to see you. We're excited for the new music. Oh, presumably we're going to hear some more new music before October. That's great. Can't wait. And, um, you know, congrats on the awards and congrats on the new songs and and the the vulnerability of of the stuff that you're writing this time round because, uh, you know, I I think it's going to pay dividends for you. I hope so. I hope
0: you're right. Thank you so much.
1: No, and thank you. And thank you for giving us your time this afternoon. It's been an absolute pleasure.
0: Absolutely. We'll talk
1: to you soon. Thank you, Matthew. Bye-bye.